Hey guys, we got a new episode of Bull for you. It is our first episode of 2017. Stick with us right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, welcome to our Bull After Show. It is our first episode of 2017, and we got a little bad going right now. Yeah, we got hot a for new teacher. face. I know. Yeah, what, what's the name of the song again? Uh, it's called Hot for Teacher by Van Halen, guys. Ooh. Lovely Shay brought that to you. We were yeah. going to do something else. Yeah, <laughs> we're always, as you know, we're always bad at the music choices. So happy to have you on the panel. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited because I love this show. Yeah? yeah? We are very excited to have you. Tell us where uh, everyone can find you on social media. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Real Shay Jones. There we go. The real Shay Jones, not the fake no. one. Just the real, the real one. Is right real. here with us. Always keep it real. <laughs> and hey guys, Nadine Dalapella. You guys can find me everywhere at Nadine DP and the number three. And I am Kevin Ellis. You can find me on Instagram at KevinEllis25 or on Twitter at TheKevinEllis. Yeah. It's great to be back, guys. Oh, I love it. I've it's missed it. It's been a month. It's been a month. We're sorry. You know, we took a little long holiday. <laughs> we did. Kind of needed it. You know, just a lot of bull got our minds all crazy and stuff. We had to just Charles take a break. Yeah. yeah. We're back at it. So I'm happy. I know. Same happened with the Dallas Cowboys. All <laughs> right. We knew that was going to happen. I was waiting. Okay. We got a Packers boy over mm. here and my Cowboys. It's okay. You know, it's uh, next year. Cowboys Nation forever. I love you. Dak, Zeke. Gotcha. I'm neither. Just the so we're clear. The thing <laughs> is, is that you guys are going to have a great future. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to great. say. We've only got a couple more years left in us maybe seven eight so wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe Dak will get out of his diapers by then yeah like maybe that. one more week for you guys and you guys will just be out which is probably what's gonna happen shouldn't even have made it but all right that's that would make it oh, seriously that would make it two years throwing some shade right yeah, off the, the bat bullpen here. being a little crazy <laughs> it's all it's all love it's, it's all, all love. love it's all love um but no, yeah. it, is, it has been, it's been weird being out for almost a month, but mm-hmm. a great episode to get us back into the swing, a little bit off kilter. It's just mm-hmm. one of those episodes that kind of makes you think about uh, all of the moral issues that this show presents. <laughs> yeah. So wow. Teacher's Pet is the name of this episode, and right out of the gate, we are at a high school football stadium, and mm-hmm. we see on the scoreboard... A video, a risque video of one of the students actually hooking up with his teacher. What what did you guys think yeah. of that? Personally, I want to know who was able to put it up on the scoreboard. Yeah, like yeah, like what purpose did that serve? Yeah, I agree with that. I was I was thinking of that too. It's I thought that they were going to touch base with that. That somehow somebody who put that up, maybe mm-hmm. on the team or something, was connected right. to whatever was happening. But you're right. We never kind of got an answer to that, which was I don't know. A little crazy. No one really cared, I guess. They just cared about the gossip. Exactly. That's literally what my first thought was when I saw the video posted. I'm thinking, okay, who is the culprit of posting this video and what is going to be the ramification? Yeah. And it turns out none of that. Nothing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Apparently, in the long run. (laughs) Bigger things were happening in that car. <laughs> Look at you! You're coming back. Coming back, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Big things are happening this year, huh, Kevin? <laughs> but it is a 24-year-old teacher and a uh-huh. 17-year-old kid. So mm-hmm. you're thinking, okay. But this being, it's New York. Yeah. So the age of consent is 17. So the DA actually dropped the charges, but the parents 
of the uh, of the boy who is our uh, our uh, he's not the defendant in this. Oh yeah, actually, no, he's no, no, not. No, 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 no. He's not the defendant. He's plaintiff, it's his right? parents. His parents, his parents are suing her, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. What the he kind of comes along for the ride. For yeah. like irreconcilable, uh, irreconcilable and emotional distress mm-hmm. is what I guess they are actually suing her for. Yeah. But I mean, it's 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 a crazy situation because she's a married and she's a teacher. She almost has no no moral compass in mm-hmm. some respect. I mean, what what were you thinking of this case to begin with? Did you think that this was um, this could have been love? Yeah. Okay, I think it's interesting because one of the the what is it? The guys who get interviewed, they're like, if this was a male teacher mm-hmm. and a female student, it could have been a totally different ball game. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she is a female teacher and he is a male student, that also shifts things in a different direction, too. Yeah, yeah. It's the gender type of stereotypes that yeah. go along with it. And we had one of those episodes, actually, a couple of, well, it was a couple of episodes like ago, episode. where it was the plane, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, where we had uh, a female pilot. Correct. And it would have been a totally different scenario. Yeah. But, I mean, if you... I don't know. If we were put in this position where we were actually choosing between a male teacher and a female student, mm-hmm. I think that this, this case goes somewhere else oh, immediately. totally. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Even if she is in, in love with him. Right. In, in a sense as well. I mean, I feel first looked at this, you know, 24-year-old and mm-hmm. 17-year-old. You put that into perspective, seven years. If a, a 22-year-old is dating a 29-year-old, you're not going to really think much of it. I understand that he is 17. Looking at it in the beginning, it's for me, it's like, you know what? Who's to say who someone should love, shouldn't love? Who's to say how they went about it and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the end conversation that Bull had with uh, Susan, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Bryant, Susan, that I really kind of was like, yeah, well, obviously there's there's some type of reasoning behind every type of uh, situation. Sure. And yeah. her reasoning clearly was because of her own insecurities and for the long run not going to work. But that is something for them to kind of figure it out. And I don't think the law or the court should have anything to do with it if he's consenting. I don't think the parents should just because they're, they're, they don't have control over their son. I don't think they should have mm-hmm. taken it to court. She, he, you know what I mean? She didn't right. rape him. He this wanted to do this. Like, just every fight you're going to have with your parents, you're going to, the parents are going to bring their their child to court, kind of, in a sense. Yeah. But I think it's also, in the way the dad was saying, like, as we get in later to the episode, is that as a parent, you, you kind of know what the outcome is going to be. So you want to protect your child that way. You want to be able to try to protect them from the hurt and the pain they're going to go through. Mm-hmm. Before it actually happens. Yeah. And I guess the, and where I will defend what you yeah. are saying, is that you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. This could very well be true, love. You don't know. You have to almost give that person that chance, at least in our system, mm-hmm. at least it, in New York, 17, that individual actually has that decision to say, you know what, they are old enough to make that choice on their own, so mm-hmm. the parents should respect this. Yeah. And I get, too, from the parents. I mean, I'm just stating what I agree more with, kind of, in a mm-hmm. sense. I agree more I agree on their too. side. Um, but I get where the parents are coming from, as well, that this is kind of their last resort, in a sense, to get their son back and make sure that he, you know, he kind of goes to college and leads his life. And I get that, but I don't think that it should, they should have even been allowed to take this to court, to be I honest think, with I think mm-hmm. it, was, it was almost like a joke-type lawsuit, like they were just hoping... That it wouldn't even have to go to court because she would just stop seeing their son. And I get the whole consent thing because, as like, you know, you're a kid. Like, when you're a teenager, you're 16, you're 17, you think you know everything. Mm-hmm. 
And especially if the consenting age is 16 or 17, the eyes of the law sees me as an adult, so I'm allowed to make an adult decision. Mm -hmm. Were they even looking for punitive damages at all? What were they actually seeking? They... What was the parents yeah, were, were seeking? What were the parents actually seeking? I think the parents were, uh, yes, seeking the emotional and distress and stuff yeah. that was caused upon him. And they are technically still the guardians of him because he's a minor. Right. No, I'm just wondering, like, was what was the, what was their end game? Because was there actually I think any... It was, I think it was to sue. So I think it wasn't to put her into jail or anything. I don't yeah, think she actually, could go so, to jail. Sir, I think there was a type of money. I know we have to look back at the beginning of it. They said it really quickly. Right. But you're it in was, court. You're suing for something. If it's not criminal, it's it's for it's, a monetary purpose. Yeah, a purpose. monetary purpose. And uh, that, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, uh, where because did... legally they can't. And I mean, that's why they thought when the whole you know statutory rape thing kind of came up. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's easy. Okay, done. This is how she's going to go to jail. And as soon you as that's off that. the table, mm-hmm. it's... Okay, their relationship is legal. Right. As soon as that, that was just done real quick. Yeah. Right out of the way. And he's like, I do not like that surprise. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, well, it was just a very bizarre situation with Susan because right when we had Chunk, Bull, Jordan, and Susan meet together, you have Susan who is almost speaking for Jordan in many ways. And he's allowing it. That's what I found interesting. Like, this is a, this is a teenager who is, like, supposed to be the quarterback, the big man on campus, Yet he's le- he's allowing somebody else to speak for him that is not his parent. But he still views her almost as that authoritarian figure. She is still older than him. She was his former teacher and, I guess, tutor? Mm-hmm. I mean, right there, yeah. teacher. That's the authoritative figure. Right. And that's still so. the crux of the episode. Like, she is his teacher and mm-hmm. he, is, he still was a student. Yeah. And if you are the parent and you're seeing the fact that Susan is contemplating Homeschooling him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's dropping out of college. I yeah. guess he get a full. Did he get a full ride over at like Hudson, a, like Hudson, Hudson, Hudson Valley or something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah. So it was just what a, what a bizarre situation. And I think for her, it was she. She seriously, she wanted him to go to college. She still, mm-hmm. she wanted those things for him, even though she didn't understand the full consequences of him saying, "Oh, I'm not going to college. I'm going to be a go to work. I'm going to be a full time dad. Mm-hmm. Take on that responsibility." Like she didn't seriously think. Mm-hmm. fully into the future of what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had an interesting development when we had Mrs. or Miss Anderson <laughs> as the attorney and as <laughs> you pointed Wendy out Nadine. Anderson, yeah. This is just almost uh almost part of the show in that Bull always has something against the opposing attorney. Yeah, and well, the opposing attorney is normally always a female too in some sense. Yeah. It's like Bull has this underlying issue with the other gender that he is just <laughs> constantly having to overcome, whether it be a love, whether it just be like we saw Wendy's personality and she's just whew, the exact kind of opposite of of these other women in a sense we've seen. It's not that she doesn't have like this flirty type to her. She's just bam, yeah, A type personality. The girl's there, right in her face. And you were saying you wanted to punch her at some point. No, she has a punchable <laughs> face. <laughs> like I'm sorry, like if you if you seriously watch, I'm just, I just want to kind of punch you. She just she <laughs> like, was just aggressive, yeah. And like like I don't know, maybe just as a female, like if somebody comes you that aggressively, like. I don't know. Yeah. You even want to like kind of submit in a way because you just you just you couldn't believe it. Yeah. All this all this force is coming at you at once, or you just kind of want to push yeah. back against it. Yeah. What I found was interesting was that we didn't really understand what his issue with Wendy was. I mean, we we got it that her personality, mm-hmm. but we they never really dove into what their relationship was, which I found to be quite interesting because normally we kind of get a sense later on. Yeah. The team kind of figures it out and understands why. Um, so, well, I don't, I don't know if her role really come back. I, it wasn't really 
nothing really big happened with it, but I'm just curious to kind of, you know, find out what that was about. Because I like knowing yeah. Bill's little relationships but to that he has. That, like what you said about his rivals with the women, for, with Benny's ex being the turn out, I think there was a better motive in that mm-hmm. aspect. It wasn't like him actually trying to opposed over trying to like bring some to a head to bring Benny and his ex back together mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Like not he's not trying to really he's trying to make an outcome that he finds favorable, favorable in the yeah. best way he can possibly make it happen. Mm-hmm. And she was one of those interesting I don't want to say villains, but in yeah. some respects she was. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Uh, yeah, basically. And she uh but typically you would see one of those individuals if we did see them again, I feel like there would have been more of a role that they played as mm-hmm. in like maybe she would actually win the case or yeah. pre- present some sort of problem that would that would lead them to do so and uh, like bring her up in the future and I just don't know if that happened. Yeah, I don't think so. And we're still waiting for that though we're still waiting for an episode where bull doesn't win we've had episodes where he ties and you know we uh we talked about this before and we got some inside scoop even on it um but so hopefully i don't know sometime soon we'll we'll really be able to see that agreed agreed what did you guys think of the mock jury not being able to relate to the parents william and donna i thought Mm. uh, the, the mock or at least the mock jury presented the the idea that donna and william in the courtroom would not be, like, it, the case would not be easy if they had jurors who were parents uh-huh. because every parent believes that they can do better than somebody else. And I actually, I really believe that's kind of true. I believe, in a sense, as a parent, you always, like, if you have somebody that did, like, you had a friend's daughter or go, like, a wayward type of way, in your mind, like, even if you never say it, even if you don't, like, you don't really think it, it's, like, a subconscious type thing, like, I would have done it better. I would have, like, had her say, locked her up if I had to, but she still would have been here type mm-hmm. thing. Like, it's like a, it's like an unsubconscious type of thing you feel. Mm-hmm. And that's like everybody, no matter what the situation is, sometimes you just unconsciously believe. Yeah. I'm going to do better. Yeah. Because I think I'm a better parent than you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think it's just internally, you as a human, you just kind of believe that, you know, but... That you could have, yeah, done a better job, but also if it went the other way, you wouldn't have even thought about it. You wouldn't say anything, you know? Um, but I did find that very interesting. I love that they brought up the grandparents, but the grandparents yeah. are the ones who, because they realize that, you know, they may have not been right with their own children, but maybe with the grandchildren, they can have a second round. They can really try again to, you know, try and raise them right in a sense. Um, but we didn't really see on the jury many grandparents. I think there was only one. No, and I loved it because she was One or two. Yeah, and she was, she was great. But it was just interesting that they made those uh, type of remarks and stuff and then didn't really focus on that aspect of grandparents and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, we had that one uh, one juror. Edward. Edward. Not Ed, not Eddie. Eddie uh, but Edward, who uh, was a very uh, interesting character. You know, it's, I, it's we hear <laughs> these stories all the time of these go-hung Christian folks mm. or just Singing not even... Choir. Yeah, not even Christian, just religious folk in, in a sense. And then, you know, everyone has their little... Little, uh, secrets. secrets that they're kind of you know hiding late at night. So it was. Uh, I thought it was funny that Bull exactly knew where he was too. Oh, uh, I know. No, it's see, I, yeah. think, I was thinking. Yeah. I, I was thinking strip club. Like, like I think I was really thinking oh, of it was a strip it? club. That's mm-hmm. where my mind went. So yeah. when he was like that. I was like, that's why he's Doctor okay. Bull. <laughs> One step further than the strip club. Yeah, <laughs> a whole a whole different 
yeah. step further. And Danny was like, I don't even want to know how you know that bull. <laughs> yeah, right. And then it's once again just bull just as bull. And you don't really, you want to know more about his life. And then you're just like, mm, let's just halt right before we really dive into bull's real mind and his real subconscious. I would love an episode where we actually really delve into that mind. Because that mind is <laughs> an interesting place to be. His bullpen, huh, Kev? Oh, yeah. <laughs> his own little bullpen. Dangerous, dangerous place. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're ready for that. No. So. I think it would be. I don't know if we'd be as shocked as we might predict our own little things that are in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We may have better. Um, yeah. I don't know. So. We, we could write a pretty good one for that one. Yeah. Uh, so Jeffrey Jeffrey was introduced. Jeffrey is Susan's mm-hmm. husband. And I, was, I, I thought initially that he was going to play even a greater role because he seemed... Almost a little cunning at first. I mean, he seemed like he was going to plot a way into becoming more uh, of a of a problem in this case. It turns out his biggest problem came three months earlier, mm-hmm. and that posed quite a dilemma, at least morally, for uh, for Susan and mm-hmm. Jeffrey. And they have that um, that dilemma where they okay, do they do the Romeo and Juliet and go on the run? Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was um it was just obviously brilliant once again of bold to be able to to do this. But it also just makes me question once again, you know, it's it's all the hacking and all that stuff that's done. It's like back in the day, I know that this isn't completely based off of the true story mm-hmm. of, you know, um but Back in the day, you wouldn't have been able to do all this hacking, all this online stuff like we've talked about. So was he able to to track in real life and do all this, or, or wasn't he, you know? Yeah. No, it does pose some interesting questions. It because, does, but... Yeah, I mean, some of the social media didn't actually play a bigger role than I thought it would, Mm-mm. because you thought that once we saw all of the almost risque pictures of... Uh, well, I guess they did show them in court. Yeah. Of Susan. They yeah, did they show did. Those. They showed them. I love Snapchats. It wasn't too... Which oh, is interesting. How were they able to get that into because the courtroom? Nothing is ever fully deleted. No, but I'm oh, saying how are like they able to get that? Yeah, subpoena those if it was from her phone. Unless it was from his phone and he willingly. And like the parents could have. Well, if, if he has a, his parents plan the, and the parents are paying for it, technically they just need the parents' permission. To, to do that. Yeah, possibly. Um, but. Uh, I think you're right. Yes, yeah, social media didn't really play that much because it wasn't. It didn't really have anything to do with them talking online or anything like that. It was just their personal type of chatting that they were uh, they were doing together mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just it's always interesting. We we didn't really get to see my girl Cable that much. We didn't get to <laughs> not see Cable a little bit, but we did see a little bit more Danny. Yeah, and we no, seen we Danny had to much. learn more about what Danny is interested in outside of. Her job. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little bit of a personal life coming into the fray. Yeah. What did you think about her and this British game spy? I accept. Game. Yeah, yeah. That's I think all I have to say. I, accept. I think it, it's it's great, and I think that I like this episode because um, we were able to dig more into our, our core team and their mm-hmm. personalities. Like we've been wanting to, we've been wanting to see it a little bit more. And whenever we do, I really like I like that. And this trial completely, I think for a lot of the characters, it really, you know, they were listening and mm-hmm. they were understanding. And especially her with her relationship, she was relating it to herself. And I think a lot of people were relating it to their own personal relationships and, and what's happening with them and trying to understand themselves. So it was a little therapy session for everyone as well. I agreed. Even for Chunk. Yeah. Which was yeah. great. Even for Chunk, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Bull even brought up uh, his, his past at his 
at the end of the episode and just, oh, why did you actually quit football? Mm -hmm. And as it turns out, it was just because of the love of the game was no longer there. And it had nothing to do with him actually being gay and having to come out as, you know, a gay football player. Like, that had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. He didn't care for it anymore, which was almost a nice revelation. It's like he still had, uh, I would say, just the confidence in himself to not have to use that as like a reason for yeah. not wanting to yeah yeah and, and i get his parents though being so like hurt by that it's it's i think it's if they're blindsided and i know he didn't have the courage and the guts and i mean i wasn't that. i don't know what happened none of us were kind of right none of us are in his head at that time but it's also like i see why your parents would be so distraught and so upset they spent their lives doing this and how were they supposed to know how you're feeling if you're not going to voice it right you and know i think it's hard when you're when you're a teenager and you're a kid and like you've worked so hard with your parents to create this dream mm-hmm but when the dream's not, it's like not more for you and it can't be more, and then you, you want to give it up and you have to actually tell them that feeling you have mm-hmm. to feel, it has to be like a gut punch because mm-hmm. you like even though you'll feel better once you tell them, even though it might be halfway close to, mm-hmm. to the moment where you probably should have did it like a couple months or a week before, <laughs> um, the... That ha- it's kind of devastating. Yeah, like, it's just devastating. for everybody involved. Yeah, right. But you have to be your true self, and you have to say it. Yeah. And speaking Always. of gut punches, we had hey. Wendy. <laughs> we had Wendy who threw some major shade towards his father, mm-hmm. he being Jordan, when oh, she, he was on the stand, bringing up the fact that he was traveling out of town for almost four months out of the year mm-hmm. and questioned his own parenting and being a good example for his kid. I think that was. So out of line, though. Oh, girl was fighting dirty. Right? Seriously. Did you say that? Yeah. Some major, yeah. some major problems I had with that. I felt, so, I mean, I felt so bad for him, and he did not. I don't know if it was an acting choice or at least what it, if it was the writing, but he did not seem like he was too uh, furious about that mm-hmm. that like claim. And I was like, I, dude, yeah. I would be defending myself in that moment. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure like he's had to defend himself for that. Like most of out throughout Jordan's life too, at the same time, because mm. we like when you're not around for four months at a time, like people are gonna ask questions about, mm-hmm. you know, how's Jordan holding up since you you know you've been away for four months out of his mm. life for each year that he's been born. Yeah, I think the other thing is, is that Bull does such good prep with these guys. He doesn't put yeah. anyone on the stand without. We already saw Sorry, him coach. trying to talk with the mother. And he's like, this is why we practice. So I think that he probably, and he, he brings out during his, he's tougher than Wendy was even on that. Oh, yeah. When oh, he's doing yeah. his mock trials and stuff. Um, so I think he was, wasn't was blindsided by that and knew how to answer, even though it's still going to hurt hearing that said in front of everyone. You're hoping it's not going to come out. Yeah. Um, but when you but, have somebody like Wendy. Yeah, exactly. But going back to the mock trial, they, we really haven't seen the past few episodes, really the mock juror and really seeing, like, we see the results on the board and stuff, but we don't see who they actually chose as their mock juror as mm. much as we used to yeah. in the beginning. And I get that maybe that shouldn't gets old and stuff, but we're when not really... To base it up. Yeah, but we're not really seeing who they, they picked with their, you know, the 98% accuracy or whatever. Yeah. I think they kind of made it up for for the next week's episode a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll chalk it up to maybe they're saving a little bit of money on extra talent. There you go. <laughs> there that's you go. Might, uh, that's where I might go with that. You know, if you always ever need extra talent, guys. You know, we're here. Hey! <laughs> ship me to New York, please. There we go. <laughs> we had the offer. We yeah, the we offer. did have the offer. I know. We just weren't there in time no. stuck out here with the palm trees but hey I'm not I'm not complaining <laughs> not complaining though I'm it did rain a lot in December and January yeah which is good we needed that we have we have our problems in LA and rain is one of them <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows how to drive in it god but 
what, what did you guys think about the little fact that was thrown out there that 95% of relationships born out of infidelity mm-hmm. fail? That makes that sense. Was, doesn't, I mean, I was a little surprised. I mean, I, mean, I thought it was such a high number. Mm-hmm. I guess 95% leaving yeah. only 5% of those relationships to succeed. Because I think when you, you do have it, when it's infidelity, when that's the case, you have to have a seriously very strong resolve. Because mm-hmm. without it, Either either you both have to have the strong resolve, and if one doesn't, one doesn't, it still it won't work. It's gonna fail. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I just think with these statistics, I think it's just how the heck do you know ninety five percent? You know, <laughs> where are you, are you getting these numbers? numbers from? Like, where is all this? You know, and um, research. <laughs> no, but it's just like, but yeah, I do I do agree with you though. I think that it was it was a high number, ninety five percent. But I think it's because most infidelity, or I would assume, cases all are based emotional based and mm. not emotional based in a deep sense of the word emotional, in the sense of uh, just yeah, just uh, just something that was just crazy and just a spark and just here, you know, just for the moment, kind of in a sense. And mm. then when it comes back to reality, like we saw at the end with Bull and Susan's conversation, um, yeah. that kind of hits. Uh, and that was so. an amazing. Uh, I want to get to that. Yeah, yeah. That we'll get, really I have so much to talk about on that, oh, but uh, so yeah. Weird. The uh, we'll go back to Danny because Danny posed as a Department of Education employee and got into Susan's apartment, which was crazy. I mean, it shows that she actually was a former FBI agent, yeah, which yeah. was fantastic. But just to actually be able to go on in there, not knowing that she mm-hmm. was going to end up going back to her bedroom and she was going to be able to pull out that ultrasound, but she found so much more information than she probably would have thought. When are they going to get caught? When is, is there, are they <laughs> ever, I hope they don't, but I mean, like, they pull so many stunts here on this show. I mean, it's good to get all their, their stuff, but isn't anyone ever going to look into Bull and his, his team at all? Is the FBI at all going to be like, how the heck is this man winning every case? Yeah. Isn't he it? must be hacking someone. All this illegal stuff is happening. No <laughs> yeah. one recognizes that everything he's doing is There's illegal. It's more of like an IA type situation where yeah. IA needs to come in and yeah. view a situation. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Seriously. No, they're freelance, so I mean, it would it would literally have to be some kind of government watchdog would, or at least yeah. some sort of uh, yeah police entity. But, but I think for I think as long as <laughs> I hate to say, as long as it doesn't cost the government money in any way, <laughs> yeah. I feel like they they're good and they the, don't care. They don't care. Yeah, but it's not. I think that it would be like because Bull clearly has a lot of people that just are not into Bull. People oh, that are yes. just don't really an unbelievable not, amount. Not a fan of him. For whatever reason, <laughs> but which we all know. Um, so I'm just curious as for why one of them haven't been like, you guys need to look into him, or yeah. people file complaints, or that type of stuff. I don't know, maybe we'll, maybe that's a storyline that we're going to get into. Maybe I'm just, you know, jumping ahead of the curve. I don't know. I think one of the things that you and I have always talked about yeah. is the fact that there is not enough conflict with the team on this show. Mm-hmm. And I really am seeking that. At least, yeah. um, I, I know, I think we even mentioned it to Mark at one point, that we yeah. just that that's one of the things that we would like to see. Yeah. Uh, but it is one of those elements that I think does... It almost seems too happy-go-lucky almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Everything's just going too well for these guys. I know they're good, they're the best in the business, but I'd like to see that. Yeah. I, I think it's like going to be a lead-up until when they get the big fall. Mm-hmm. The big mm-hmm. bam. All, all this like all this happy go lucky mm-hmm. then like when they get that one thing that's gonna like it's gonna fail mm-hmm. it's gonna just be like an oh my god type situation because you're just like now how you're gonna deal with it now what are we gonna do you got a lot more episodes until the season finale so yeah, yeah. and I mean I think I think what you're saying too about how it's just kind of like oh it's easy even the fight between Jeffrey 
and uh, and Jordan. Jeffrey just went up and it was just real quick and and he broke it up. But it, I just wanted even them to talk even more, just scream more at each other. Not that I promote violence, not that I promote fights and arguments, but just as a realistic thing for Jeffrey to just walk away that quickly. Unless yeah. in his head he's thinking this is a kid. Yeah. But still. But, true. But for for it, Chunk, what he said to Jordan, what I yeah. love, is like, if you're going to plan on being a man, yeah. be the bigger man. I think that's a great advice for anybody anybody who's now 16, 17. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you think you're now, you're ready to be a man, be the bigger one, please. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get in fights. See, you're being the big person. I want all this conflict and fights. No, don't get me wrong. No, do not get wrong. I love conflict. Please, Jesus, give me conflict. But I'm also saying that, yeah. like, the lessons that you can find... Within, nestled Within, into yeah. the show. I like that, yeah. Or the, the best part about the show. Little takeaways. You're right. No, there is. They, they do give us these little sentimental moments. From Chunk especially. Chunk just brings the game uh, sometimes. I just kind of wish he was he straight sometimes. I'm just like, Chunk. you're he's adorable. <laughs> he's adorable. He, he dresses very nice. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Always, always sharp. Mm. Always. He's got like some J. Crew or something like that. <laughs> well, I, I, pay, I crew, pay attention but yeah. to <laughs> What's against J. Crew? You nothing, know I wear mostly J. Crew. I wear mostly J. Crew. J. No. You just... Yeah, this, is, this is payback for my... You're a Packers fan, This okay? is payback for the See Packers fan. That's exactly what's happening. And I'm Patriots. I knew I'd be Every right. little I thing. I just going to dig at you. My team's in the NFC Championship. All right, game, so all right. So much. So fine. <laughs> well, you're but, not it. Uh, an interesting <laughs> statistic that I, I wrote down talking back to statistics was they were talking about the jurors, and they're like, yeah. well, four out of the six jurors respect social norms. So I was like, <laughs> that's <laughs> a really weird... I don't know. It was just like an interesting little thing they just threw out. And just, I, was I like, missed that. They were, four out of six respect social norms. Okay, so what are the other two aren't respecting? <laughs> what are they doing that isn't, like, okay? That's what <laughs> no, I love. I think that's actually interesting statistic because no four out of six of the jurors oh it just like be. jurors but not like yeah, yeah. people I, not I, I, people I want to know, yeah, yeah. know the sixth of people who respect oh, no, 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 no. I want that one no yeah it's it's the jurors because if, like, if you're a person like uh, like I'm assuming four of them like one the grandma she, res- she respects social norms uh huh and we know Edward being, wasn't. Well, yeah, we know that. He's one of those. Two. If you want to know we why, know he's doing. If you want to know why, watch the episode. Um, yeah, yeah. But social norm, like I think in this day and age, what is normal anymore? What What are we trying to make normal anymore? I think it's normal. Comp- in the person who's saying something's normal. When I yeah. when someone that says, ah, they're not doing the, the social norm, it's what they believe in their own mind and their own mor- moral code. If I went up to both right. of you ladies and I pulled out your hair bun, mm. you would not be happy, and that would be against social norm. Mm. Would I that got, not be true? Um, first of all, don't touch my hair. Hey. <laughs> I am that person. There we go. Yeah. Don't please. <laughs> unless I actually let you ask me first, please don't touch my hair. Yeah. Um, but, but yes, you kind of, you get hurt a little bit. Yeah. You get hurt. Social, exactly. social <laughs> norm. Going into a, social norm. Yeah, it has a, you know, a big, a wide. Uh, big connotation. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of things that fall under it. But I just found it was funny that they just threw in. Well, That's four right. out of the six jurors respect social norms. And I was like, this is, yeah, all right. What I, would I, you guys I, like? I, I feel like I heard it, but so, I also missed it. Yeah, it was just, they just threw it in. And I was just laughing. And I wrote that down. I just write down the funny stuff. No, it was a great pickup. Because I missed it. So, yeah. So what you two didn't miss, though, is mm. both of these two had predicted that Jeff was going to end up being the father. Uh-huh. We it. said this in the middle of watching it. <laughs> we, did. we got a girl. Yay. We did we it. We did. Yeah. I give you credit. No, it was it was almost uh it, it seemed like it was the only way to keep Jeffrey into the fray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like if he ends up being the father. And it was a nice, it was probably the twist of the episode. Mm-hmm. I think for like for Susan, I can 
for who like her personality was that we learned throughout the episode, I can actually see why she chose Jeffrey. It's gonna. I'm so sorry. It's gonna sound masculine to any guy that's watching. Um, he's he was Remember definitely you're in front of him. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Kevin. Um, I just felt like he was really the weaker in the sense of he's like he wasn't the dominant type of guy, and that's basically kind of, I would say why she chose him. Well, I think both of them were not dominant men, and that was the thing. That's what she was preying on. She was preying on two individuals that just were that she could dominate over, mm-hmm. that they were beneath her. One being of age and immaturity, the other being an individual who just had no mm-hmm. self-confidence. And definitely grabbing the one before he gets the maturity and the ability to become dominant. Because I feel like Jordan, like, at, like if he would go, he goes to college and he does that, I feel like it would bring more a dominant... But I think what this was saying in this show is that at that point in time, yeah, that's no. when she would drop him. Mm-hmm. If he became too strong... He would overcome her, and that's what would be the end of it, and that's what Bull was trying to defend once Danny and Bull tried to meet up with Jordan and Susan when they made their way on out to New Jersey. (laughs) So, Bull got into this fantastic monologue. Man. It was amazing. He mentioned balcony people, which I thought was so cool in that, because I'd never thought about, you know, having an Mm -hmm. audience, somebody to cheer you on in the crowd. But I I know, Nadine, you wanted to talk about this, or at least you wanted to talk about at least this monologue. You know how deep I am with my quotes and my poetry and all the feels. I love it. No, yeah, so basically he he described a a balcony person, which, I, like you said, I love. I love that, and I'm going to take that with me and just understand that a lot. Great writing, guys. That was <laughs> really that was really you. good writing. But yeah, so basically a balcony person is someone who sits in the theater of your life, adores you, and cheers you on, etc., and is always there for you. And, you know, I think everyone, when you hear that, you kind of look at your own life, and you're like, do I have those balcony people? Who am I a balcony yeah. person for? And you kind of evaluate, and you, and you kind of, you know, wonder if those people that you are a balcony person for, is it for the right reasons and stuff? Or maybe that's what was just happening in my crazy mind as I, I was know, watching. I totally, I was thinking the same yeah, thing. So, like, yeah. It makes you think, like, mm-hmm. do like if you're that person's balcony, do they appreciate the fact that you, you cheer them on no matter what's going yeah. on? Yeah, and I think that, you know, throughout his monologue, it was really um, interesting to dissect, and we see this all the time, that a lot of people's issues that they have as an adulthood stems from your childhood. Yep. You know, how you grow and, and what happened. And with uh, Susan, it was her father getting remarried and having his, a new family, and she felt that no one was in her corner anymore. And all she wanted was someone just to support her. And so the people are going to it's so true, though. You look up to people. And the people are going to look up to you. Those are that's who she's going to put in, and and it was interesting and nice to to see her immediately recognize that and really understand what Bull was saying, and then just immediately make that decision, which I thought was a little quick, but yeah, <laughs> I, I thought I really like what this show does, and it makes us really come uh, come to terms with these these broader. Th- thoughts that I would never really sit down and think about. Like, yeah. I don't think about the fact that, yes, I do have a lot of cheerleaders in my life, and I don't I don't view them as people in the crowd, but I do have those people. Yeah. And then when I look at some of the individuals who I know have struggled uh, throughout their lives, it stems from that childhood portion of their life mm-hmm. where they didn't have those cheerleaders. Yeah. And so I see exactly what they were getting at in this episode, and you see a person like Susan who is just this tormented individual who you don't necessarily see it externally you know internally like that's that's 
that's taking place. And that's why it was such a quick turnaround at the end, in my opinion, is because all she needed to do was just to chat with somebody and realize, you know what, I this is wrong. I, I'm looking for something that I didn't think I was, and mm-hmm. that being this, this, this person who was trying to fill a void that's... Yeah wasn't necessary. Yeah, and I think that Bull just has this way when he actually sits and talks to all these characters that we've seen. There's something about the way that he, he I don't know, he, he uses his words, just like how it's affecting us, mm, you know? Yeah. He wasn't even, you know, how we all feel using the writers. Man, really <laughs> good. Um, but he has a way of being able, that's why I thought at first it was quick, and I was like, no, because it's with Bull. The one thing that shocked me kind of in the diner was Jordan. He wasn't, not that I'm, I'm wanting Jordan to be this aggressive man, but... He's given up his whole life right now. He's in he a, in a war with his parents and with everyone. He didn't even run and chase after her. He just kind of stood there and was like, he tried for a second and then just was defeated immediately, which mm. I just thought would be rare for a teenager that's 17 years old, the love of his life is walking out the door that quickly with no real reason kind of for him to understand. I just thought that was just a little bit unrelatable in a sense. I agree. He was pretty even killed throughout the episode, so it was the only thing keeping me in that believability realm. Yeah. Though I am totally with you in that I feel like he would have been more amped up trying to chase after her, yeah. not being really... Uh, not really good? wanting to listen to what yeah. Bull was having to say at yeah. the end. Like, he's, I, he's distraught. He's seeing his whole life exactly. that he thought he was about to build walk out the door. Yeah, he's at a courtroom fighting for this love yeah. right now. And he's just going to stand there and just watch yeah. it walk away. And I don't I'm going to listen to this lecture from this old dude who right? I barely know. <laughs> right? So, like, come I get on. Susan understanding it coming to terms. She's older. But with him, it was just like, meh. Come on. Yeah. Show a little bit more. But I think yeah. with Susan's with revelation fight. for that for me was mm-hmm. I could relate a little bit to that. Because, like, as a kid... Unless you deal with it, as you start growing, it will fester and you, it will make you keep being insecure and it mm-hmm. will make you find those people who worship you and want to just be, mm-hmm. like, in your life. And then when you realize that, like, you haven't dealt with what, like, what you grew up with, it's, it doesn't even, it, everything comes in perspective. Mm. You could end up leaving your husband for a 17-year-old boy. <laughs> I think for that one, oh, no, I, I'm going to leave that joke alone. I'm going to leave that joke alone, actually. I was going to touch that, but I'm going to leave it alone. Um, <laughs> but I do agree with you. I felt like if this is the last love of his life, mm-hmm. why would you still be single? Yeah. Why would you still be single? Yeah. Like, what, like you, you kind of went and then Bull stopped you. And then you just, I don't know. Like, you know, like, 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 I think at that, like, he, that like when she walked away, I think it was just, like, he realized what all his parents have been trying to tell him, what everybody's been trying to tell him, and he didn't want to listen. Yeah, maybe he is a smart boy, because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have listened. I would have been like, mm, earmuffs, walking, <laughs> leave me alone, people, this is my love, Seriously. I'm going to fight for exactly. her. Exactly. I'm going so, to fight for this woman who well, I just devoted all of this yeah. time and a lot of my... Uh, ego too. Yeah, I dropped out of school. I don't want to jump out of school. It's part of it's part of you. It's I like, turned oh. down college yeah. applications, but I'm happy that he went back with his parents. He's gonna be a good kid, and you know, figure it out. So at least we had a happy ending in a sense. But I don't know, boy, get some get some guts. Get some, I don't know, get some cojones. Yeah, cojones. Oh, cojones. Get a little bit. Just you know, a little bit. But I also think when you, I think the cojones. Um, I think you, for that. She's on board. She's on board. She's got it. I got it. Um, I think for that, like being 17, it also comes with maturity. Yeah. And something you have to gain mm-hmm. as you get older. As we yeah. sit here and yell, Cajones. And we're 
Talking of maturity. Great, wonderful. Come, we're we're so mature, mature people, guys. We're really mature. So mature. So. You know. You yeah. know. Well, I don't know if we have any predictions, do we? Yeah. Um, I don't like for next week's episode. It's always tough, predictions it's, on it's this. It's hard because they're different. But, but um, do we see Gabe again? Oh, I really hope so. Only because I really just want to hear the British accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to see Gabe. I can't okay. I think we're going to see Gabe. I think we're just going to keep going down the line of characters and getting more deep into their... or just no, It's not even deep, but at least just a little splat of something. Yeah. Um, but overall, what did you think of the episode? Overall, the episode, I think it was amazing. The writing was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, it really does make you think, like, if this was, if this was an actual case, who would you side with? Mm. Yeah. Parents or... The true love. The true love. I feel like I was in a lecture of morality in this episode. <laughs> got real deep. It did. It yeah. did. What did you think overall? I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, like I said in the beginning, I I still don't really think that parents should just take their children kind of to court in a sense. It's not that they took their child, but when they don't agree with that, I don't think that that could have been a lot if it's all legal, if it's all under a legal realm. No. Um, but do I think any of that was right? No, not at all either. So I'm happy that, you know, the ending kind of came, uh, came out good before people got hurt more. But yeah, it was very deep. It was. It was. I'm going to go read we'll some Walt Lindman. <laughs> well, I'm going to go read some Walt Lindman after this. I need to catch up on some shows. <laughs> Cleanse my soul a little. Next week, it seems like it's going to be pretty intense from the preview that we had. It's going uh, to be a really high-octane episode where it almost seems Benny? like it's a hostage situation. Finny versus Bull. Ooh, Uh-oh. Now that... I cannot wait to see no, that. I'm looking forward right. to that. We're excited. <laughs> uh, Shay, uh, yes. please tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Hey, guys, you can find me at Real Shay Jones on Instagram and Twitter. There you go. And thank you for watching, guys. It was so good to be back. And uh, welcome. We had thank a blast you. with you. We'll be here next week. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Nadine DP in the number three. And I'm Kevin Ellis. You can find me on Twitter at TheKevinEllis or on Instagram at KevinEllis25. It was nice having a three-person panel Yay. back. It was nice having you, Shay and you Nadine. Lovely to see you Welcome. again, as always. <laughs> we hope to see you guys next week. Thank you to Mr. Charles Ray for being in the chat room. Hope to see you guys next week, both in the chat room and here watching. Take care, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.